Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Elseworlds Exchange. I am Sal. And I'm Joel. So, Peter Parker. <laughs> I, I, I have heard of him. I am familiar with this fella. Yeah, Spider-Man. Um, some would say amazing, some spectacular. Web of, perhaps. <laughs> Adjectiveless. <laughs> let me tell you something, man. Uh, I, there was a time, and it was when he was invented, that he grew up quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he did. People, people always want to get back to his roots in like modern retellings or classic, uh, you know, movies and cartoons and shows where they're like, "We're gonna get back to his roots, get back to high school." And I'm like, "He was in college longer than he was in high school." I know, right? And also, like, that was the '60s, everyone. Yeah, like, do you even remember it, or are you just trying to or pee you just into something that was absorbed it via cultural osmosis and all the cartoons and everything? Yeah. But he was in high school for like a minute. Then he goes to college for a while. Then he gets out of college and he's an adult for like 20 years. Which and in then, and of itself is pretty impressive because it does actually show the passage of time in a way that most other books even now don't even do anymore. Right. It's weird. Like you're looking at, uh, you know, people like um, like Captain America. Right. Mm-hmm. Like how, how much time really has transpired in the pages of the Captain America comic book from his from his Avengers debut re-debut? to now you know what i mean like i i don't think he's been through nearly as much you know not uh, not not enough milestones to say oh this was the point when he was like this you know and and that's a classic marvel thing too every big event that ever happened a couple years ago just a couple years years. a couple years ago except for those except for that clone saga that was five years ago five whole years if it which if 20 years equals five years that means that that was 15 years ago and the fact that they were willing to throw down the gauntlet with that and be like no it was five years ago yeah well they knew they were like we have to say something you can't just say it was a long time ago or it was the 70s like they can't (laughs) say that they're like we have to pick a time now i don't know I, i would love to know and that's something that like you know there's a bunch of like podcasts about the the formation of the clone saga and stuff mm. and talking to like all the original creators and stuff it's i want to know like prime podcast <laughs> right but i want to know like what was if any the conversation with internally where they're like all right we have to figure out the marvel time scale <laughs> because we need to say how many years it's been since the clone saga <laughs> now, the clone saga is 1977 or whatever 78 uh it's 1994 how much time is that we need to be able to say that and they're yeah. like was there a and whiteboard? I, Were there calculators? Yeah, and they're like, no, it couldn't be like like Inferno had to have been at this year because otherwise, like you know, <laughs> I can imagine them going, oh, okay, uh, just say five years. Yeah, five is fine. That's a perfectly you know middle of the road number. <laughs> yeah, it's it sounds like a lot, isn't in retrospect, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so uh, all this to say that for whatever reason, and I think we all know the reason, but like the reason. Uh, in the comics, Peter Parker has stopped. His development has arrested. Yeah. And it's worse where I would appreciate, or at the very least, I would understand if they were like, we're rolling him back. Yeah. He is going to be 21 forever. Yes. We want to match the new movies and TV right. shows and everything. And they kind of do, but they kind of don't want to commit to it. So they have this weird half in, half out thing they've been doing. God, since the end of the slot years to like now in Wells, where it's just it's just it's just so tiring. <laughs> but like even then, they're like, no, let all the things happen. So instead of him being like 21 and it's just kind of like 
sad because you remember how it used to be, but now it's not. Two, he has done all these things, so he's like learned absolutely nothing and has no experience to show from all the amazing stuff he's had which makes him look like such a fucking goober exactly he's like 31 and is just gonna act like this from now on there's so many times where i'm reading this new run or just even like spider-man over the last couple years i'm like you should know better (laughs) why don't you know better you've been doing this for how long I, I, again, you know, n- n- not to make this about Ms. Marvel right away, yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah. Jesus Christ, this character, th- that was probably the last book that I actually had where it's like, look, we have all these milestones in life. We want to hit for Kamala to actually show a real passage of time and everything. She has more going on for her in the passage of time. And her book didn't even, I think it was like, what, 50 issues or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The original G. Willow Wilson before it all kind of petered out. No, mm-hmm. no pun intended, Peter, of course. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, we're in a weird place, and it's it, we, we have been. We have been in a weird place a where Peter time. Parker is, as you called it, arrested development. And you're completely correct. That's exactly what it is. Frozen and amber, cannot move forward, afraid to fall back. And I get it. Like, I get the motivation if you think that, like, that's what's, like, keeping you from the big dollars, uh, especially if you are, like – in the midst of a midlife crisis and you don't want your children, your childhood characters to age or grow or change and, or you're finally in charge of them and they've already gone through all the things that you had ideas for stories for. Uh, but Which isn't what, even a Marvel problem. Hey, DC and Nightwing, we're looking at you too. Exactly. But like whatever the problem is, that would be bad enough. But now we're in an even weirder place where he is allowed to grow, change and evolve in every other media but comic books. Yep. And not only that, but people are accepting an older, more mature, more self-activated They're either Peter. accepting it or they don't even question it. Yeah. In Peter the B. video Parker games, shows up, he's like, movies. I'm old. They're like, yep. Yay. Uh-huh. Clap our hands. Video games. Like you said, he's he's already been Spider-Man. He's already out of college. Yeah, for like almost a decade. Like what? He's been doing it for eight, almost ten years. I think they say he's he was with Mary Jane. They broke up, then they got back together. Yeah, like he's been through a lot already. He's training a protege now. He's training another Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. I don't get it. That, that Like in every other media, and that's really the topic, he is allowed, not only allowed, but encouraged to yes. grow up. And here in comics, why is this the weird holdout where they are afraid of forward progression and momentum? Why must this character always be, you know, frozen in amber? Yeah, I and I I think it's because it's an it's well, and let's let's speculate about that. Why? Why is he allowed to grow? Because like, okay, the reason why things happen to Spider-Man that are not organic or natural or story driven is because of reactions or uh, impact from outside media, video games yes. and movies. So that, that much we can agree on video games and movies influence the comics. The comic yeah. book industry bows to its larger media brothers. We okay. are in an age of multimedia and synergy, and we have been for a long time. Exactly. Fine. Right. But when they are doing it and running fucking laps around you honestly 
then why are you still doing resistant it? to it? Why has yeah. every other idea seeped in, but this one has not? And I, and I think you, you know, nailed it right on the head beginning there when you started talking. It's it's fear of aging. It's all the people who are the curators of Spider-Man comics right now being like, no, if he's allowed to grow up and get older, then that means I am old. And also that means <laughs> I have to admit to myself what is the actual audience for comics today? Because we can't say like, oh no, it's stories for young people. We're making stories for the young because you know, they're the hip happening folks who love their Spider-Man. Are they really though? Or are people who are reading Spider-Man and really into comics, mine and Sal's age? Right. I mean, even if it's both, when I was that age, like the, ch- the age of poachability, the mm-hmm. age when like they wanted you to make money off of me. Yeah. Then... And I was fine with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then what the hell? Like, it's weird that it's like the fact that I am a more, you know, self-actualized adult and am more mature than the Spider-Man I am reading is so fucking infuriating. The way he deals with his relationship problems, with his work problems, with everything. I'm like, you, you're acting like a child. And it would make sense if you were a child, but you're not a child anymore. You don't get to use that as an excuse anymore. No, for me, it's 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 he does act like a ch- I don't know if he acts like a child more than he acts like he doesn't remember having been through so much all this shit before like, yeah. but he does because people tend to remind you of it like they want you to play with it they want you to like pay it off or refer to it because a lot of these people who are writing these books read them back in the day mm-hmm and uh, so we have this like Schrodinger situation where he is definitely experienced and knowledgeable and and, and long lived and has all this stuff. And we want all the, the history and, and continuity. But we also want him to forget it because we want him to be young and fun and hip. And, and, and I, I, I don't even know if they want to be young and fun and hip because every single Peter Parker we've had since we've frozen him in time. Yeah. Has been a fuddy duddy. Yeah, basically. And I deliberately use that term because, like, he is just deliberately being, like, obstinate. He doesn't listen to the latest music. He doesn't hit on the, the latest trends. He's not going to school. He's, no. you know, He's not doing any of the things that the people who want him to be younger would be doing. Shit, he's more of a man at a time than fucking Captain America now. <laughs> Captain America went back to his old, you know, home, which is, like, a hip-happening part of New York now, took a life-drawing class and hung out with, like, millennials and everything. Yeah, because he's basically their age. Yeah. Like, f- physically. So why the hell not? Pete is like, I listen to, you know, uh, Elvis Costello. and I, I kind of look like him. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? But, like, he's... that That's he's he's the same peter parker but with but but people are afraid to push him further you know it's just there's nothing behind it there's nothing there's no life behind the eyes it's like he died yeah yeah, he really is like the walking dead to the point where it's like so many stories in the last not even just the wells arc but even the uh, run before that the spencer run spencer run yeah yeah spider-man is so often a background character in his own fucking stories he's a ride-along player in his yeah. own life norman osborne has gotten more development in the last a pair of dr octopus's arms had a better arc and a better character journey in that last you know story than peter did peter often just stands in the back and lets other people talk now because the writers are so afraid oh no he might say something or might do something <laughs> yeah yeah well and peter has one of the best most robust um 
supporting, supporting cast. casts. No doubt. At, in comics. So like it's it's a I would be okay with that. I'd be you okay can base, with like, you can get away with it, and they have been getting away with it. Yes, it's true. And I, I think I think you're hitting on to something because I think it's that there must be a decree. There must be a decree on I where they're like, you can change things, but don't change them too much. You know, don't d- certainly don't artificially age him. Don't 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 give him anything that you could you could ascribe to being like a regression to when he used to have like a forward timeline. You know, like don't don't do the marriage stuff. Don't do like long term relationship stuff. But don't he, also he do like a, a full time job. job thing. Yeah, he got yeah, a new he, job, but like he, he's gonna have to lose it at the end of it. Yeah, he can have a new job, but don't actually show him working or taking pride <laughs> in his work. What the fuck does he even do for Norman? Oh, I'm a scientist. Yeah, he does science. I mean, it's it, and, and and what's yeah, frustrating but, is when yo, we have seen expertise? them. <laughs> yeah, I, I not by by I don't know exactly. Like, isn't that a problem? Like, should we not know what he's doing with his life? And shouldn't he, like, take pride in his work? Nah, it's just paying the bills, I guess. And even then, in the Norman book, Norman's like, hey, I'm really sorry about all the horrible shit I did. You, you don't even have to, like, clock in if you want. I'll just, like, right. keep giving you a paycheck. I'm like, oh, well, I'm awesome. sure he Please. isn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, great. So he has no reason to even go to work. And that's a, the, the relatability. Spider-Man always needs to be relatable. He always needs to have problems. None of his problems are relatable anymore. He has not had a real human problem in 100%. forever it's all comic book bullshit problems yeah and i think that's another problem too where it's like well we can't make him older and give him older people problems so we need to give him non-human super yeah. problems well and that 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 of course like it, it, that that hits on another aspect of spider-man in today's world versus let's say 20 years ago and we have to say 20 years ago because we can't say that it's been 10 years because it, it's been longer much uh, longer yeah that like Peter Parker, Spider-Man is no longer a street level superhero. He no. hasn't been a street level superhero in 50 years. They, they try. Right. Well, they try to, rem- they try to like, le- like remind you, but anybody who is in charge of real street level heroes has those street level heroes go. How dare you? Yeah. Like you're not part of this. Like you're an Avenger and it's like, you saved then- the world multiple times. Right. But it's, so it's so frustrating. It's like, I wish like I wish we could even live in those in those status quos. If we were to go back to like New Avengers when it was like mm. Straczynski's writing Spider-Man, Pete's on the Avenger on the New Avengers, <clears throat> and all this stuff is happening. If like Marvel's like and remind people he's a street level character, yeah, you know, have him like show up and try to be relatable with like I don't know daredevil or something yeah you have him go what are you talking about like you live in a tower up there you you, you, you're you're married with with you know what are you talking about and you'd be like oh yeah i guess that's a good point it's like steve buscemi hello fellow street levels yeah exactly how do you do what are we doing catching purse snatchers remember when i used to do that yeah back before there was an entire multiverse dedicated to you to you and how important you are and how you're the center of a universe unto yourself yeah in fact uh kb in the chat is uh, is 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 remind is making me think of something because i think here's something that's that, that's a fun exercise he's hard to define right now sure is if you twisted my arm and put a gun to my head i could not so tell let's, you so let's do it let's talk about what spider-man in the comics slash movies i guess but like what is spider-man today you know like what we know him to be mm. and then what he actually is and then see if like any of that stuff can go or if any of that stuff is like a preconceived idea because going just with our own personal preconceived ideas what is spider-man what are the attributes of spider-man not character design not not uh, powers mm. just like what is spider-man he is a street level character 
He's a hero. He's an everyman. He's, he's, he's an he, everyman. He, he's a, he's a nerd. He's a STEM kid. <laughs> yes, uh, he he's intelligent, uh, but he also has um, he's relatable. Yes, uh, he has a he has fam family is a big part of him. Friends yes. are a big. He, part he is of forever him. torn between the meaning of responsibility, his responsibility as a hero, and his personal life. And he exactly. will always let his personal life suffer for the greater good. Right. So these are the descriptions of what he is. But then you talk He's hard about, luck. Yeah, hard luck, hard luck. Um, and uh, yeah, and 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 you know, exciting, fun, adventurous, that kind of thing. But like looking at quippy. what he quippy. But what is he when you look at everything else? And it's like, okay, well, we look at uh, let's look at the animated movies into the Spider Verse across Spider Verse. Yeah. He is a totem. Yep. He is a Superman. A, a river from which an entire multiverse flows. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is a multiversal constant. Yep. Uh, he is sometimes the only hero in the entire universe. Yep. Uh, he is a beacon of hope. Hope, but also of tragedy as well, too. That's why that second movie is so interesting, where it's like, no, Spider-Man is defined by tragedy and loss, only for Miles to be like, no, I think you're twisting this, Miguel, because you had a bad experience, and now everyone <laughs> has to suffer because you suffered is the thing. I'm going to do my own thing, which is maybe the best line of that movie and perfectly summing up Miles. I'm going to do my own thing. Agreed, agreed. Um, but those are the animated movies. In the live-action movies, like, he is also, it's funny, he also is like a... A, a, like a source of inspiration. Mm -hmm. uh, he is the only hero in the whole goddamn world. Yep. In the Raimi um, movies, definitely. Raimi movies in the, uh, in the web movies. Yep. Um, he is, uh, let, let's describe him further. Like what, what else is he in those things? Like he's, he's powerful. Yeah. That's not a big thing. Powerful. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I never really consider that, but you're right. The movie's really he, he's a New Yorker. You mess with yeah. one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah, he is a New Yorker, but he also has to be like a multiversal like totem. So it's like he's from New York. And also like he could save Venus from an alien invasion. Yeah, I feel like the New Yorker aspect has also kind of been lost. So like not only did he have real human problems, he had like New Yorker problems. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll oh, put man. New Yorker in the in the original category. Yeah. Oh man, I missed the L train. Right. Or like, you know what? Maybe it's like he's a New Yorker. Like in the movies, it's like lip service. Yes. And also one scene because it was post 9-11 and you know, oh, yeah. had to be, yeah. <laughs> that would not have been in there if it wasn't for 9-11. Probably not. Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah, you know, I hear the new uh, animated Turtles movie actually has a scene like that, but it's apparently played way better and hits way harder, actually. I'll admit it's the guys from the Mitchells versus the machines. I bet it does. Yeah. Because the <laughs> turtles are also proud New Yorkers as well. Yeah. That's been, that's, that's one of those things that I appreciated for the turtles, but like never really got the cartoons really didn't do that. No. Like they're in New York. They talk about it. They have pizza, but like you don't feel it They're they're because they're, they're moving animation characters against a plate of empty space. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, so you compare these. We have enough. We have we have we have a one to one here. Like we have a street level hero who's an everyman nerd who's super intelligent, who's relatable, has family and friends, hard luck on his uh, yeah, who's hard luck and quippy, and he's a New Yorker. Yeah. Who is also 
a Superman totem who's a wellspring of multiversal constants. He's a use only hero in the entire universe and a an beacon icon. of hope who's tragic. Uh, he's an icon, a source of inspiration. He's a powerful. Very like, powerful. Um, misunderstood because you got people like Jameson always breathing down his neck. Is he a threat or a menace? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Misunderstood. These things. I guess tragic, too, is another yeah, we have one. tragic on there. Yeah. He's. These don't. You can't be all those things. It's it's true. He is really, you know, a freaking exercise, you know, almost in hypocrisy. And so he's a living contradiction, Spider-Man. Exactly. Oh, in my own head, I consider him. He considers himself to be a second stringer. Yes, which is very weird. It's like, dude, you're basically the face of the fucking company. You think Mickey Mouse thinks he's a goddamn second stringer? Well, like, no. Spider-Man considers himself a second stringer. We know he's an A-lister. Yeah, we know he's not, though. Yeah, but everybody in the... Like, he's everyone's favorite superhero. Yes, but he doesn't think that. Right, but he doesn't know it. And... And in the Marvel universe, he isn't like I want to believe that in the comic books, he is not everyone's favorite superhero. Right. That more people would be like, no, I like that Captain America guy. Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Black All Panther. the Avengers, the celebrity heroes. Yes. The Fantastic Four. I love the Fantastic Four. One time That's, I saw the thing. The, like, they're the original family. There you go. They were in New York first. They've been there longer. That's a generational gap. You know, fathers and their sons are like, you know, I remember when Mr. Fantastic saved us with the ultimate nullifier one time. (laughs) There's I I I, there's a great moment in uh, the comics, and it was when he was married and when he was working as a like as a T.A. at the at Empire State University where um, Iron Man stops in and everybody on the campus runs to where Iron Man is. He's dropping off a piece of equipment and they're all just like, oh, and they just want to see him. And this is pre the Iron Man movie, too. So even in universe, he's a celebrity even before he became a celebrity. Yeah. Back when he couldn't sell books, when he was uh, a goddamn C plus player at best. Exactly. He was selling books, but it was the same writer on both Bat- both Spider-Man and Iron Man. Well, but, there you uh, go. but Iron Man shows up and they're like, oh, oh, Spy- uh, oh, Iron Man, you're so great. And he's like, sorry, guys, I got to go. I got an Avengers priority one alert. And he leaves. And then he goes, fuck Iron Man. And he <laughs> Spider-Man costume and he goes, hey guys! And then he picks up the piece, like, you know, showing his spider strength. Like, Where do you guys want it? And they go, oh, you can put it anywhere. Oh man, did you see he had boot jets? And uh, he's like, I- I'm here so much to treat me like the mascot. And I want to believe, like, in New York, it's like, I see Spider-Man every other Tuesday. Yeah, he's, ba- he's again, he's part of the background right. here. I see him every day. I see him literally every day. He's there, he's there, he's over there. I see his web sometimes. Like, it's it's kind of like seeing a rat in the subway. You're gonna see it. He, he also really leaves his mark. He leaves those goddamn sticky webs everywhere. You imagine if he's fighting the Sinister Six, a lot of regular people just gotta keep stepping over those yeah. webs everywhere they yeah. go. Yeah, like some 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 tourists are like, how do you live with it? They're like, oh, it fall if they 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 fall apart after an hour. Yeah, you, um, you, you don't even realize it at a point. <laughs> yeah, you don't even notice it. But uh, but yeah, that's what that's what Spider Man should be for me. That is Spider Man in the Marvel in the Marvel Comics universe. He is a, he is the mascot. He is like people people take him for granted. People are more excited by seeing Captain America than Spider Man mm-hmm. because Spider Man is like one of them. Spider-Man yeah, is just the guy who's he's just, not a celebrity here. He's though. not a celebrity. He's always there. It's like he should be a celebrity. It's the same reason why if the Marvel, if the people of the Marvel Universe hate mutants, they should equally hate superheroes. But they don't. Yeah. Same way where it's like if you celebritize the Fantastic Four, you should love Spider-Man. And they're like, no. Yeah. Which, which is a weird bit of, you know, juxtaposition, right? Well, here's what's so weird about it. Here's what's so frustrating about that. This episode's all over the place, but, but let's let's roll with it. We're in a world of 
celebrity news pundits who yep. are opportunists that manipulate oh, yeah. the news for their own ends. And we have a character who's been <laughs> doing all that. They're J. Jonah se- Jameson. <laughs> J.J.'s been doing it for 70 years. He's, he's, the, he's the inventor of fake news. He's the original fake news anchor. And and he, he's not in charge of the paper slandering Spider-Man. Like, we, we are so used to today having celebrity news anchors lying to our faces about mm. what we should or shouldn't be doing. And then we have this guy who's been doing it for 70 years talking about this true hero and what an asshole he is. Isn't Why? it so weird that they honor Jameson's growth, but they don't honor anything of Peter's? But Jameson's like, no, no, well, he went to the fact channel, you know, and he had, you know, a, a big revelation. And then Peter shared his identity with him. So he's kind of his friend now and everything. <laughs> what yeah. does he do? He's a podcast, I guess. We haven't seen that podcast since the Spencer run. Like, we there's have nothing. Not. It's just, it's a waste. We need to fix. If you, if, for me, honestly, I think we should sw- we should switch him, like arrest Jameson, mm. make him not arrest him, like for, and put him in jail. No, put him back in the bugle, make him hate Spider-Man for no good reason. Like play with the convention of people who use the news irresponsibly. It's such an easy slam dunk. And it's so weird that they actually been like, no, no, no. Jameson's grown a lot and changed a lot. He's a different guy now. Yeah, he's a lonely dude who sits at home and makes friends with tentacles because he has nothing else going on at the That's moment. That's very sad. Which he's, is, a, he's a twice widower, by the way. Yeah, a twice widower with a son who doesn't call him anymore because he's a werewolf or something. <laughs> we haven't seen a mammal story in forever, man. We got to get that werewolf back. I know. He, he was a symbiote in, like, what was it, Carnage? Like, he's he was working at Ravencroft. He was the head yeah. of security, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a while ago, but he was doing that. Like That's the no last time I remember that. seeing John Jameson. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. See, it's weird. Yeah, John. It's suspicious. It's hey, uh yeah. Maybe John gets into fake news now. Maybe he gets radicalized and he, you know, starts his own paper Bruh. about how much he hates Spider-Man. That's the plot of the Murphy Brown reboot. Is it seriously? <laughs> it's like no. Murphy's son goes to join Fox News. Like that's fucking wild. Okay, let's rip off the Murphy Brown <laughs> reboot then, I guess. Why not? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, here's the here's the fact. If you were to use it, no one would accuse you of plagiarism because nobody watched. It. Nobody saw. And it makes sense, too, because John Jameson, you know, what I learned in the military was, you know, he's just yeah. one of those guys who keeps mentioning oh, that every yeah. 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fact is, like, John Jameson has been both a hero and a villain. And yes. he's been like he's been a scumbag and, a, and, and like a bastion of hope. So, like, you could do it all. But, uh, you know, the thing is, you know, I've talked about what I what I want spider-man to be what he used to be and what mm-hmm. what i think is part of his appeal Indeed. like and that's the problem is that like when i'm looking at this list of like things that he is and they're all contradictory and it's like and you know why it's contradictory because he is mickey mouse because the company that owns him knows that he is too valuable mm-hmm. they it's like whenever anything gets good and then like the company goes, Oh, well let's make sure it stays that way. By like you've ruined it. You ruin it by getting involved. Like people liked Spider-Man because they felt like he was their superhero. He was relatable. People could, you know, again, they could superimpose themselves on him, which people still do to like a weirdly distressing degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No. And when bad it's stuff like, happens to Spider-Man, they take it as like this weird personal slight. Yeah. Well, because people, think they are spider-man like yes i i genuinely think people are like that that is me like Which if i'm the in the marvel the universe it's the character <laughs> yeah but like that also for me i think that's you're right it is powerful like that's that's but spider-man isn't every man he lets you think he is your he not kamala khan not uh like D- sam alexander 
like Spider-Man is your avatar. avatar. Or at least he was supposed to be, which is why I think characters like Sam and Kamala and Miles started lapping Spider-Man for a new Mm -hmm. generation who were more easily able to see themselves in them than they were Peter in this weird arrested development case where he is this adult man-child, which is why it sticks to my cross so much fucking harder that they chose to kill Kamala. I'm like, no, she was doing Spider-Man better than Spider-Man was for the last couple of years. And maybe they knew that. Oh, I'm sure they're mad about it. Oh, I 100% that was personally motivated. Yeah, yeah. That was, Uh, fuck you younger readers for making us feel old and making us question ourselves (laughs) and how we've run our business for years. We killed her. How about that? We brought her into the book for the sole purpose of killing her. And we leaked it out because we wanted you to know, you little fucks. (laughs) (laughs) They leaked that. That was... There's no question they didn't that, that they leaked it. One hundred percent, because that's the only way they can sell Spider-Man now with cheap gimmicks and outrage. That's been the only thing they've had driving Spider-Man engagement. What if we make people really mad though, so they have to read it? Yeah. So we're in this weird place where Peter Parker is a grown-up, is allowed to grow, is allowed to die in every place else except for the comic books. Yeah, and. I, I'm concerned that if anyone at the level of comics were to learn that lesson or recognize it or, or try to learn from it, they would learn it wrong because yes. it's been kind of rough lately. Sure. Has. And 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 I and I've, I'm getting this like feeling that there's a lot of mismanagement of and a lot of misunderstanding of character and and. This like this this lack of respect for canon and this lack of respect for the medium and this lack and of respect editorial for like, the audience overreach yeah a complete well and it's weird because it's it, Marvel is in this weird place where it's like it's editorial overreach but also there's no editors and when I say that yeah. I mean like there are editors I don't know what they do all day it's it's one editor overreaching on one book and one character it looks like while everyone yeah. else is asleep at the wheel yeah exactly. Um, so I, I'm like, it's one of those, be careful what you wish for things because like we had it, like we had Spider-Man evolve for longer than he hasn't. Yeah. But he it's, got but to it, be a teacher. He got to be married. Right. Well, he got, he got to graduate high school, go to college, graduate college, uh, invent what over ha- over two dozen new villains and supporting characters like yep. over that time, graduate from college, go, go to graduate school, graduate, graduate school, get married, um, and and then it's and then, you know, and evolve, grow up like for because for from that time to that time, like there was a very small window of time where he was a scientist in Portland, Oregon. But like forgetting yeah. that for a minute, he was also a photographer for the Daily Bugle. And that was it. And he was living off of Mary Jane's salary as a oh. supermodel slash, uh, you know, actor. And, and there's been little spurts over the years, though. They mostly put those back in the bottle. Remember, remember when he was briefly the science editor of the Bugle? Remember when he was actually a writer for a minute? Yeah, for like a hot second before that, they were like, oh, you're an idiot. That you was, can't that, do that. That was the dying days of Dan Slott's run. Uh, remember when he actually got his doctorate, but it was only because Dr. Octopus was in the driver's seat on that one? That's a damning condemnation right there. Peter will only move his life forward when someone else is controlling him. Yeah, that's that that could be actually like a uh, a metatextual thing where they're like, you know, Spider-Man can't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like we, we can only move Spider-Man forward if he's not Spider-Man. Yeah, he needs to be someone else. Hell, 
again, the end of that Wells arc, again, it's probably the best arc he's done since he started, Yeah, was awesome near the end because Spider-Man wasn't really Spider-Man anymore. He fused with the arms and he thought he was superior again for a minute. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty dope because he's making shit happen and he's talking and he's getting involved and he's being intelligent. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and he's freaking Doc out. It's like, why why do you sound like me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a it's a weird place where we are. And what do you attribute it to that? Like that the studios are allowed to um, do that, that they feel emboldened to do it, Mm. but the comics don't. I think it's fear. I think it's editorial interference. I think it's the fact that Spider-Man has always sold even through the bad times. So they feel they don't need to innovate. They don't need to shake things up. Cause like it's Spider-Man people will buy it. Cause Spider-Man is on. It doesn't matter yeah. what we do. Yeah, no, it's true. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know that like cynically speaking, it has to be because they're like, well, it'll sell no matter what, but like at it, is it just that like you would hope there's more that they're right? lazy you would hope there's something deeper <laughs> right i mean i do but i don't because i i suspect it's ego but i don't know like to what end like what is the motivation there is yeah it, what are you serving like, here right, exactly like why is how it do you, how do you win at the end of this do you get to say i'm right right like because you're not because the movies are outselling your comic books because the video games are selling your yeah you're being proven wrong elsewhere that people want an older more mature more self-actualized spider-man exactly i don't know it's it's really bizarre to me that we have yeah and like i'm not saying that i want spider-man to be perfect i'm not saying that i don't want him to have any problems because that's always the defense i hear it's like oh well you know you just want an idealized peter parker who everything is going good well, and people who 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 decry Spider-Man comics are also clearly like secretly saying that they're mad that bad things are happening to their favorite character. Yes, and that's not the case at all. I want him to have different problems. He's still paying rent in New York all this time. What if Spider-Man had a house? Wouldn't that be interesting? Spider-Man with home ownership, he had home <laughs> problems that he had to deal with. Oh no, I can't just call you know the landlord now because my water is busted. God, I guess I got to get down there and fix it myself. I can figure it out though. I'm a smart guy. I built web shooters and everything that's a story right there that's a yeah. b plot spider-man has to fight the scorpion and also deal with a busted water tank you're not wrong there i i mean automatically i was just thinking about that and how it's how much fun it is that like spider-man has a leaky faucet and it's constantly vexing him it the the stakes don't have to be the highest they've ever been and they've never had to be like some of the best spider-man stories had very low stakes in his personal life that he was trying to balance with superhero stuff hell what if Spider-Man moved out of New York? Again, you mentioned Portland, Oregon. What if he just moved to like, you know, one of the Jersey cities? City. Yeah, what if he moved to like Jersey City? What if he's just like, ah, oh, crap, you know, rent in New York's getting ridiculous right now. I can't <laughs> afford it on my salary. Dude. I got I to move to one of these satellite cities. I got to learn to commute. That's a whole arc. Like, yeah. you could do an entire arc where Pete is evicted. He can't find a place. He doesn't make enough money and he moves to Jersey City. Yes. And it'd actually be kind of cute where like maybe he crashes on Kamala's couch for a couple of days. Yeah, like hey. where he lives with them and he eats their food and they're like, get this white, pathetic <laughs> deadbeat Loser off of my you. couch. But, but um, you work with him? He's your boss? What? This is your boss? He's sleeping on the sofa. Uh, 
but like, they they could do that too because Emma fixed the family's mind but didn't fix Spider Man's right. But like, Spider Man remembers. Yeah, but I think him living, you know, because obviously the fun part would be him building cribs, him building a, a you know a nursery, him and Mary Jane trying to find like a, a way to escape, you know, to like have sexy times or at the very least just be like on a date when they have and, a baby and he's spider-man th- them trying to put together like protocols where it's like okay so if something goes bad and the shit hits the fan if the, if there's a big event that goes down this yeah. is this is how we get out of here we gotta run drills family to make sure we're on top of this the next time the scrolls invade or galactus is gonna eat earth or something totally but at the same time my other issue is like even if you don't want to do the marriage and children thing fine but most of you guys are married but a lot of you writers and out, and out there are single and remember what it's like to be like a 30 a something with mm-hmm. like you know with rent problems and all this stuff and like just go do it and like and and play with it like live in that world for a minute like we could see and it like you could still do the pete has an apartment in jersey city and has to commute and he's single yeah story where it's like he has to take the path and you know or like he sees like we could have a, a, a cute montage of like terax attacking the city and he's Ooh. like uh, you know one time he takes the ferry one time he tries to swim the <laughs> hudson you know one time he takes the path and it's like but it's delayed like you know all this stuff where it's like he's he's working it out you know and at some point or another he's like you know uh, there, there's this funny moment maybe where like he 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 keeps like grabbing onto like uh the fantastic car and they're like yeah. you, can't, you, you can't hit your right every time jesus man. christ peter you can't just get, get get a freaking flying car of your own exactly man. you're get smart a path you card man <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, I, I but, can't afford it, Johnny. Are you going to give me a loan? <laughs> right. Hell no, man. You're a grown adult. Get your uh, life together. Which, hey, you know, that's even fun, too. Like, look, if you're going to have Spider-Man be in Arrested Development, have him admit that he's in Arrested Development because I think a lot of people in their 30s can agree with that. Have him be like, yeah, you know, we're the generation that will never own a home. We're the generation yes. who are worse off than our parents. You know, yes. we are – you know, the, the modern day young people, doesn't it suck? But we still got to find joy in what we do. And we have to be emotionally mature because it's the only thing we have going for us. Exactly. This is These are the things where it's like you can cosmetically, you can create, you can engineer the, the, the illusion of change and growth yeah. by having the character just be relatable. Absolutely. But I think, I think there might be something deep within it where they're like, he's so marketable and he's so important to the brand that we don't want him to look like because I can imagine you going to like C.B. Sobolski or the folks mm. at, at Marvel, the people above him when and just going Spider-Man is in rest of development. He's a loser. He's not doing anything with his life and not the good kind of he's not a lovable loser anymore. Exactly. But like, what do we do? Like, wh- wh- and it's frustrating. And he and, and they would say, name the ways he's a loser right now. Like, what is what is he? really doing that sucks that isn't well that isn't that is that is objective like objectively speaking and it's like his apartments keep getting worse again no no we're talking about right now and it's like he he lives in an apartment he has a job and it's a nice job too and norman osborne's growing and he he could have been the goblin but he isn't he's actually proving he's getting better like they would say all this and it's because because technically it's all superficial there is no growth or any depth there's no depth to the no. things that are happening to peter nothing nothing is happening to peter that's the he, problem he has no friends and supporting characters i mean i guess randy stops by every so often to talk about his marriage with beetle again fucking randy is getting to move on with his life and moving on to bigger and better things ah! 
<laughs> Why is Randy a more self-actualized adult with more shit going on? What, what the fuck does Randy even do? Have they said what his job is? What does Randy I have no do? effing idea. The thing with Randy is I couldn't care less. I appreciate that Randy is like this fun character that's been like around him. for a long like time, but I'm like... He's got history. So? like, it, It's like these guys love Randy more than Peter at this point. They really like, do. Gotta, Randy what, is a more what, relatable Randy Spider-Man. Up to? <laughs> yeah she, she can randy just become spider-man for a bit you know because we trade off on it all the time so yeah let's just have fucking randy do it why not yeah <laughs> at this point i would be like cool this is different yeah i that's fair um my concern my uh, but my ultimate concern is that we're never going to get um a true return to form it really does it, feel when, that way. Instead, what we will get is like like for the video game, right? Yeah. There's a lot of speculation about the video game. Yes. Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a I have a theory myself Good and tell. I haven't heard it. And it's like the most obvious to me where they're like, oh, man, I think Peter's going to propose to Mary Jane. I think that we're going to mm. have to retire him. He's going to move here, there, there, everywhere. He's going to die. Really? You think you think they're going to go whole hog with that? Yeah, going of course really? they're going to kill him. Yeah, because Spider-Man is a character that can sell comic books from here to Judgment Day. Mm. Spider-Man's the guy who can make movies from here to Judgment Day. Mm. But movies are miracles they happen at all. And <laughs> uh, video games are equally miraculous that they happen at all. They These two institutions require thousands of man hours and hundreds of thousands of people to make it happen before you even factor in crunch and the lives that games destroy well and if the story is halfway decent and connects with the audience otherwise the the, all that work was for nothing which happens more times than you think exactly but like so you know while the comics can do spider-man forever Mm-hmm. these bigger multimedia projects can't and so we're not going to get like spider-man number nine <laughs> starring peter parker especially when a lot of these people who work at them haven't been in comics they don't work in comics they don't think about like arrested development or like about the status quo they're thinking about like the story mm. and about what's next and they're like what's more exciting or what's more what's going to get people talking about it and it's going to be because like spider-man 2 is not a two-player game no no, it is not. So what's the point of having two Spider-Men? I mean, different power sets, you know, different upgrade trees, but that's all mechanical. <laughs> Again, man, I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, if they killed Spider-Man at the end of two, then you have a whole return of Peter in the sequel. But it's actually Ben. It's the clone. <laughs> you could do Ben or you could just have a bigger Miles game. Which people like. And I mean, Miles held up his own whole DLC game on his own. Exactly. Like that's... They sold a f- they sold it and they and it sold in stores like it wasn't just like oh download the Miles game it was like buy the Miles I, game. I, I was just saying I think the problem with Miles is that because he's such a newer character, eventually you'd run out of shit to adapt. Is the thing well, I, and I think that they'll be thrilled by that because then they can just tell their own story and now. no one can say shit about it. I mean, look at the Miles game and uh, how many alternate costumes he had and how Despite much of them the they fact. had to make up. I mean, a lot of the story in general. We're moving him to Harlem now. He was never from Harlem before. Yeah. He was best friends with He's the new from Brooklyn. Of the what are you doing? What? Yeah. Is that so weird that the two Spider-Man's main boroughs aren't actually in either game? We it don't have weird. Brooklyn and we don't have Queens. It, it's it's weird. They're, they're, I think they're coming back. I think they are going to be in two. They're fixing it in the sequel. They said that's like, is it fucking weird that we had two whole Spider-Man games and we didn't even have the boroughs they were from? 
Yes. That being said, you don't want to swing around Queens. It's kind of boring. Like, <laughs> there aren't a lot of tall buildings. That they knew that from a game design point. It's like, yeah, no way we're making this work. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I think that I my my theory is that they're gonna kill him because like it's it's the most juicy, like it's the most emotional impact you can have, and. and- and modern games love to kill your protagonists. They do, and I was going to say, I'm sure video game players will take that just as well as uh, when they uh, did that thing in The Last of Us. I'm sure they'll take that so well, and there won't no be a lot of anger and vitriol and pissing and moaning that we'll have to yeah. put up with. Yeah, I think people will accept it better. I don't, I don't remember anybody being upset that Aunt May died. In the that's game. that's true and apparently they had to fight for that that's another way too in which they actually grew up and you know uh matured peter and that dead aunt doesn't have any yeah. responsibilities to his aunt anymore he's on in his own she's not a soft spot for him to land anymore yeah exactly exactly otherwise if you keep aunt may but you want him to keep being a loser like you have to either have her take care of him making him even more infantile yes or you make her heartless <laughs> yes which you don't want and that is a line that they've been walking so much to the point they don't even really fucking see aunt may and the zeb wells run anymore no they have nothing nothing to say about aunt may we hey remember when much. she got cancer yeah that resolved elsewhere i don't even remember and i read that whole damn run yeah, Tom Taylor did, and apparently it got resolved, resolved fucking elsewhere in another book. Great. Cool. But uh, yeah, so like I'm thinking the video games are going to kill him. The movies, every single time they're talking about the next Spider-Man movie from Homecoming, they're like, but when's Miles getting here? But when's Peter going to like swing off into the sunset? Every si- yeah. Every single article I see from Far From Home to No Way Home to this new one. I, I prompt they're all like but which one is gonna have tom holland swing off to this and sunset? i and like, i guess why that's do you how keep... and i guess that's just how movies and games are different from comics because they have finite ends they have three act structures beginnings middles and ultimate finales where comics story never ends man it's yep. sequential media it goes for these characters are older than us they will long outlast us when we are but dust and bones in the ground <laughs> uh yeah man i i i, I fear that the lesson is that they will be that, that, that they'll learn is like, oh, you want him to grow and change? Cool. He died. Yeah. Uh, we we've we've tried nothing and we're out of all of we're all <laughs> we're out of all of our ideas. There's, there's no bigger change than death. It's the ultimate final act. Yeah. Like, it's just like that's where we are. Uh, I, I fear that. In the comics, they're like, we would rather kill him off for a while than like just than just bring him back to true form. And, and they did. They sidelined him during the Beyond Saga. They're like, look, he's hurt. He's taken a sabbatical. And even then, we still came back to him like every other arc. Which I think that was smart because it was a good way to check in and remind you like he's he will be back. He does. He is the main character of this book. Even Superior. Well, let's just sideline him for a bit and see what happens. And honestly, I think the books were better for it. I, th- there's an old adage from professional wrestling that I think is very applicable to comic books because it's all again stories that never end i can't miss you if you don't go away <laughs> that's true and with yeah. spider-man you've been here this whole time and honestly you're getting on my nerves i think you've kind of overstayed your welcome <laughs> for a little bit can you please leave for a bit but they're never going to cancel the spider-man book for any amount of no. time it makes too much money which means you get writers who don't have ideas editors who are overreaching and a character who is just spinning his fucking wheels exactly and it's all 100 this is the problem and it's why peter parker can't age it's because of all those things plus the fear of changing it too much 
so that the sales dip or mm. that the upstairs management is upset or that we like muck with the formula too much or there's a, there's a lot of other factors. And also, of course, the all important ego trip, the yes. people who are just like, if we concede, if we like age Peter, then he will have to address long-term relationships and yep. no one will accept anyone but Mary Jane. So yes, he hasn't had we, a new love interest in forever. Right. Which is another thing. Like we were talking about all the things that are quintessentially Spider-Man. He dates, you know, right. the thing. he hasn't dated in a long time. That used, it used to be like the bond girl effect. Like, Ooh, who's the new Spider-Man love interest this year? Yeah. And it's funny, actually, if you compare what is Spider-Man comic to everything else uh, in comic, it's love life. In the mm-hmm. movies, it's Mary Jane. Yeah. Uh, but in that, it's like, I know in my heart of hearts that they're like, we're never going to let him be with Mary Jane full time because then it will be, it will read as capitulation. Yes. Again, For everyone is so like stubborn we, now. Yeah. Like it'll be like we gave in we'll give mary jane powers we'll give her ghost children we'll do anything it takes to keep them away from each other but also we won't just write her out of the damn book yes which would just be it'd be a fucking mercy killing at this point if you have nothing for her if you don't want them to be together then write her out say she went somewhere else like she could literally move to philadelphia and hang out with her sister like we don't need and philadelphia is not far like she always come back and she did the dance slot run she did go away for a while and then she came back at the wedding issue for aunt may but like if you want to to explore peter parker that needs to grow and change and evolve but also can't square the circle of mary jane's relationship with them and because mary jane is also a a safety net and a soft you know place to land which also is not a good look in the modern era it's like dude feels like you're fucking using these women (laughs) and like like even this rebound thing it's like oh well i guess i'm with black cat now well this is just totally a rebound now that's not good for either of you that's exactly and i know that because i'm more emotionally mature than the character in the story furthermore what the fuck does felicia see in you she's rich she's you know beautiful she had a a critically acclaimed series before this one (laughs) it's true why is she settling for your one room dirty apartment ass working for norman osborne out of pity for you and not because of your abilities yeah no she would be with you because of who you are like the man you are your Mm. sense of responsibility but i haven't seen that on display at all in years and also when you are with her you mostly just cry about mary jane your ex which women love i oh yeah no it's definitely how you it's spanish fly trust me exactly when you just start complaining about your ex in front of your new girlfriend like what what does she see what does anyone see in you honestly at this point no Uh, well and that's unfortunately like the result of um poor handling mismanagement of the character like now it's like we have to remind you of everything that happened or at the very least the audience won't forget but anyway so and and like and like this isn't parker luck stuff this isn't like lovable loser stuff this is like no this is like you actually just being a bad guy yeah no you're just a last person which peter parker has been a scumbag for a long time there's a lot of like read spider-man in the 80s he's he's a dick you but, can stay uh, precedent. There's a lot of precedent to stay. Exactly. He's had, he, he's had his fuckboy era. Like, here's the thing. Most of us don't need to remind ourselves that with great power comes great responsibility. Like, mm. he has a mantra because he needs to be reminded because he let his uncle die because he did because he was yeah. a selfish piece of shit. Like, he's, 
He needs to remind himself constantly to be a good person. He needs to embroider um, it on his pillows. Yeah. Now that being said, I I do love Spider Man. I think he is a bastion mm-hmm. of uh, integrity and and honesty and uh, well, at the very least, of uh, responsibility. He sure can. But um, you know, it, it, he's a human being, and he's able, and, and that's what's so fun about the character, and that's what's mm. so appealing to him for so many people. So he's allowed to be fallible. He's allowed to fall on his face and make mistakes. Yeah. But I think this dichotomy, this 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 disparity between what what fans of the character know him to be and what the character as a brand is and what the general public is eating up to. Yeah. Like it, it, you can't have Mickey mouse be a well-rounded character with nuance and subtlety and an interesting story because like, because because you're a logo. I have a deep internal life. I've been married to the same woman for, I don't know how long have you though? Like, is that marriage or is that just like like Buster and Babs Bunny where it's like no relation, but we're together, I guess. Oh, I it's know. a marriage of convenience. Oh, her, her father came from money. Oh, yeah, that's what it feels like. Uh, but yeah, like we're, we're in this weird place where it's like the audience has a different. The other thing is the audience is taking what they're being given. The larger audience of people mm. who go to who play video games and watch movies are taking what they know from those institutions, like the fact that he is a Superman, he's a totem, he is a universe, he's a multiversal hero, he is a beacon of hope and uh, inspiration for all people everywhere. Uh, that he is superficially a New Yorker, that he's an A-list, top-tier, number one A plus superhero. Mm-hmm. And then they go read these comics if they were to do that and go, that's not this at all. Like that at all nothing, at all. This is nothing like the thing I like. Yeah. And yeah. And, it's 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 weird it's 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 like the and again you know as we've stated before on this show many times synergy multimedia it's a blessing and a curse but in this case i would definitely call it a curse yeah yeah definitely um so i think i think that um we're not gonna see we're, we're, we're seeing some major holdouts like i feel like there might be some pressure from stairs going like hey uh you know maybe what you should do it with peter and mary jane they're like what are you talking about they haven't been together in years like, what are you talking about? We, I just watched that movie. He's been married to her forever. And they're like, no, yeah. no, in the comics, they're, it, it's complicated. <laughs> well, well, explain it to me. I'm not going to. <laughs> you don't want me to explain it to you, trust me. Yeah, it'll, it'll, only, it'll, it'll only make it more painful. Yeah. Let's just uh, say the word deal with the devil comes up a couple yeah. times. Uh, honestly, if you uh, were to uh, hear it, you would fire me. Yeah, really. You let what happen to our yeah. What? You think that's acceptable? Any and of the you, things you're doing, and you, you had a chance to, to run fix a it a couple of years ago, and you didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oops. We fixed this yep. other stupid story, though. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's them. They're like, I don't even know what that's what, what sins. Pa- what? What? Clones? Norman? What? Gwen? What? <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, what's the solution, if any? I mean, we spent like an hour complaining about it. I'd like to know like, what how we would think? we fix it. And this is the hardest thing, and this is one of the worst parts about being a Spider-Man. Because again, if they came to me tomorrow, if CB Sigluski came to my door, it's like, all right, smart guy, if you're so good, and you're <laughs> how so, do you fix it? Yeah, if you're so fucking clever, how do you do it? And I'm like, honestly, man, I, I don't know. That's how like in the fucking rut he is right now. I I, I don't know how to fix the problem. Like, d- dig up, stupid is all i could say <laughs> dig up yeah now here's my question would you do it through would you how do you is it good that the comics are nothing like the movies and video games or is it stupid because they're missing out on like free money on the table 
Ah, man, you know, that's that's such a question that I'm so conflicted by. Like, I I want it because I want good Spider-Man stories that I can enjoy again. But also, you know, I'm one of those people. It's like, like, you shouldn't capitulate to the movies and multimedia. That's how you get inhuman mutant hybrid Kamala. Yeah. Maybe don't do it all the time. Maybe steal the good ideas. You don't have to steal everything. Just, you know, maybe steal the good ideas. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. You know, I mean, like, I understand the 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 motivation to have synergy between the most popular version of your product and the, the and and the wellspring from which that product is is formed. Yeah, but I do like the disparity. I like the change. I like the fact that there's like a difference between what you can get because otherwise, what the hell's the point? Like, why exactly. would a video game if I could just read the comic book version? This is or true. vice versa. This is very um, true. But um, and and I and I wonder, but I also wonder, like, th- there's a big change lately. And when I say lately, I mean within the last like 15 years, in storytelling, in story expectation, in the audience, in the audience's expectations. Because I mean, we're having, you know, I mean, obviously, generations are 20 years, but like, no, uh, not anymore. Now it's like every five years is a freaking <laughs> generation. But like, generational um, story expectations have, I think, shifted in a way where, like, indeed, I don't think, because when new people come in. I'm 14 and I want to read comic books for the first time. I'm in. I, I love Spider-Man. I want I want to read it. People go, "Oh, uh you should definitely uh you should definitely go in and read like the Michelinie era." You yes, know? you should read so stuff fun. from the past, but I want to right. jump in now and read things that are new. Eh, do you really? Yeah. Well, and I get it, but like, you know, no, but read this read this like classic arc. Are they going to like it? Are they going to oh, understand man. it? Is it culturally relevant to them? And that's, and that's the hard part about being a comic fan and recommending people shit, isn't it? Like you want to let people into the, your world. You want people to play around and get from it what you get from it. But you know, at the same time, you don't want to be the reason they stopped reading comics. No, but I mean, the fact is like your comics are for everyone. And there's so much good mm-hmm. out there that like if they read one bad comic they sh- and they quit, that's on them. Yeah. Like. You know, because it's like it's like watching a it's like watching. Uh, I've never seen a movie before. I just woke up from a from a coma, and they're like, "Oh, you should check out Biodome." Yeah, like, with, with Pauly Shore, and like, "What movies are stupid?" I'll never <laughs> no, watch another one again. Never again. Any any <laughs> industry that could spawn Pauly Shore. Yeah, exactly. Here, play a video game. Uh, okay, I'll play ET on the Atari. Oh no, no. I'll never play another video game again. Video games are dumb. Like, no, it's, it's it's having the same approach to comic books is insane. Um, but uh, but I think there might be like something something to be considered when it comes to like how generational expectations of story and character are a factor. And I think that like the people at Marvel right now with Spider-Man and the Spider-Man title are like simultaneously aware of it and bad at catering to it. Like they're, they're incapable of catering to it, but they are aware of it. So they like superficially apply what they think is supposed to be the change or the like cosmetic pageantry that a current coveted reader might be interested in. It's a but, weird uh, ass shell game they're playing, isn't it? Yeah. But, but under the surface, it's still the same shit we've been doing, but also because it's the same shit we're doing, but with, with an attempt to make it new, yeah. it's failing both times. Indeed. 
it's it's maddening, isn't it? And as we've said before, just just do some little things, you know. Let Spider Man grow up a little bit. Give him some new adult problems that he wouldn't have before, and let that inform the superhero. So let him be an active participant in his own goddamn life again. Yeah, let him influence his own life. Because like him- the worst thing you can do is be a passenger in your own life. Yes, and let things happen to you. Um, and that's that's a that's fine in storytelling if you have your character eventually either recognize it or die from it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that needs to be. But the thing. Neither is happening right now. No, it's a holding pattern. It's just it's just very bad. And what's 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 a shame is the the arc arc, right? Yes, the, it, this it last was, one. If that was the first arc, I think people would be like, "Man, I think Zeb Wells is crushing it." Agreed. It's his strongest arc since he started because I actually, you know, felt the creator in this one that he actually gave a shit and had something to say and something to do and didn't have editorial breathing down his neck. Set up this event. Set up this death. Do this. Do that. Right. Or I don't fucking um, care how you do it. Yeah. Even the tombstone arc for me was like really miserable. Like, I don't like it at all. And it's just like because Peter looks like an idiot moron who's never done anything like correctly before but at least it felt legitimate at least it, it felt feel like, like a real story it felt like an arc like it felt like it's like this is someone someone's idea that that's that's something you can legitimately i i was like i don't like this but i get that you know someone might and i get that like zeb wells would write it because it's like oh that's something you want to tell that's, that's that's what you feel and i don't even think it was so much to make spider-man look stupid but it was no. to try and make tombstone look smart and to try and breathe some fresh life into him as a villain again because he hadn't really had the opportunity in forever exactly exactly uh it's kind of remarkable that spider-man can be that, that you you don't have enough creative control to do anything impactful or meaningful with spider-man because editorial and like the company is so like yeah, such a stranglehold on it. But you can also have his first arc, have him crying and shitting his pants and, do- <laughs> and like getting his mask like bloodied. You know what I mean? Like uh, it would be like if your first Superman movie, you made him just lose all the time and get his yeah. ass kicked. You know, like that only works if you're going to make a superhero movie where the where the main character loses most of the movie and then eventually wins. Kind of. That's RoboCop, and it's a freaking parody. <laughs> yes, it is. Again, not everyone gets Verhoeven. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, Spider-Man, it's a tough web. I'll tell you that. A tough web we weave, a strange yes. one even. Yeah, and and it's but uh the 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 here's the rub. Still the highest selling book at Marvel. Yep. Which again, in a weird way almost I think vindicates all the bad choice. Which if we were doing a bad job, I think the fans would have stopped reading by now. I think they pretty much like what we're doing. That's 100%. The the sales are an endorsement of the of the current status quo. It I think and I, I I hate to say it, but I think we are in the minority when it comes to what we want and expect from Spider-Man. But that's but that doesn't mean we're wrong, because uh. I also am like, I think that because CG in movies for the last 20 years has been so crappy mm. because they're because filmmakers have been so cheap and because they're overworking these special overworking effects these create to death. <laughs> yeah, that we have now normalized what crappy CG is. Mm. You know, and, and again, I've said this before, but like the if the story is good enough, I'll forgive bad effects. Indeed. And that's and because every because so many movies have bad CG, the luck of the draw is technically I'm going to find a few stories that I really like that I'm going to forgive the CG for anyway. Yeah. But because we've conditioned the audience to be used to crappy CG, no one 
is holding this, you know, when it's really bad, people notice, but other, yeah. when it's like, you know, I, I can't believe you're complaining about this when it looked so bad a week ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, but, and yes, it is a new way of doing movies. It's a new way of telling stories. It's a new way of doing effects, but that doesn't mean that it's still not bad looking. Yeah. And with this, it's like, it doesn't like, just because the audience is still buying it doesn't mean that what we're doing is still good. You're totally right too about how people keep moving the goalposts with Spider-Man. And I hear it all the time in my comments. It's like, this Deb Wells run is the worst thing that ever happened. You were saying the Spencer run was the worst thing that ever happened. (laughs) Oh, this is the worst thing that happened since the slot slot needs to come back. And that, which ironically he did. So hilarious. then you must be reading his his main book because yeah, like he we, is we, back. We've moved the goalpost so hard, Dan Slot, who they said was the worst for the for like a decade, is yeah. now back. Yeah, no, dude, like that's what's like. It's the the runs have not been getting steadily worse. They just haven't been good. Yes, like that's the problem. Like the Dan Slot run, I loved it for a while. Yep, and then it, I fell off. I was just I, I was not. I was not feeling it. I, I dropped like Spencer off. for Spencer, a while. Spencer, I didn't feel it much. Like most of the time I wasn't feeling it, but I didn't think it was the worst thing ever, but I also wasn't feeling it. Then there was the beyond dark, which again, I was like, not really feeling this either, you know, but it, that's also been the, like the last like five Batman runs. Yeah. Where I'm like, this is not, this is not bad, but it's also not great. Mm-hmm. And just because it's not great doesn't mean it's the worst thing ever, but it also doesn't mean that it's better than it has any right to be. It's it's doing the dishes. Yeah. Spencer's run was doing the dish. Spencer's sure. run was taking the garbage out. Yeah. And then the garbage man picked him up too. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, no, wait, come back. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, they took, you know what it was? The garbage man took the trash can too. I need that. Yeah, oh. we needed that. Oh, come on, you trashing stink bags. Yeah. It's weird, man. It's a weird time. Uh, but at the end of the day, I would like to know what the overwhelming consensus is. And I don't want to know about your runs or about it. I just want to know Peter B. Parker, married adult Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather read about right now? Yeah. Peter Parker right now as he is or Peter B. Parker from the movie? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> uh otherwise we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us if you want to watch more joel joel's got his own youtube channel called cape joel go subscribe to that and check it out otherwise we'll see you guys next time with another episode of the Ellsworth exchange we want to thank you so much for watching and thank you uh for everything uh enjoy your reading and we'll see you guys next week so long everybody